think that your man bun looks good. Oh, thank you. Well, you'll notice too. There's actually a dual man bun actually yeah, going because man bun and the top hair combo. and the back hair doesn't quite meet for one knot. Yeah. So I kind of have to just like the top and the back. So I got like sumo up top, and then I got like drug dealer in the back. And, uh, I was gonna yeah. say like like Tennessee pickup owner in the back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I know it looks good. You you like normally I hate looking at people with man buns but you i think you buck the trend of like you know shitty hipster with a man bun thank you about you i will say that i think the difference is man buns made as a choice pale in comparison to man buns like my own that were made out of necessity now the last when was the last time you actually had a haircut uh probably like january okay so you got probably about four months on me i think mine was in april okay and mine mine's getting there like i can i can do a yeah, top you got some. if i really want to like i could do like yeah, i could do like the the actual sumo yeah top <laughs> stuff what if your but, hair is long enough that you can pull it back we got to get you yeah. a white suit just so you can be a 90s henchman because <laughs> that's the look that you it can is run. yeah um when my hair was at my longest i could i could do a tiny man bun but yeah that I was forced pod. to cut it. Um, all right. Well, I guess just hit us with the intro. You're you're always no, good. Actually, you're better at the intros. I, but I've always done the intro. I want you to do it this time. All right. Let so me. if I was like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, introducing Stephen. Well, I was supposed to introduce myself in the intro. Let me just well, let me just take care too. of it. All okay, right. you do that. You go for it. Yeah. Uh, slap a nap a do. Welcome to. <laughs> Hot property. My name is Stephen Richards. <laughs> My name is Dan Scully, and you just dropped a hard slap a dap a do on <laughs> us and the audience. And I think we can actually end the show right there. We've right. just well, that's been hot property. Entertainment value because you just dropped a slap. Where's? <laughs> I don't know. It's Shit like just comes mix. into my head. No, that was good because it was like an update of Yabba Dabba Do, which is. Old. I mean, it's prehistoric. And, and so you this, this podcast it. slaps. It totally slaps. Combo, yeah. It spanks. It honks. Yeah. One of my buddies, Jacob, has been trying to make uh, honks happen. And I've been supporting it because I think that rules. Yeah. Um, but it, it hasn't quite taken yet. But I do like being like, I totally watched uh, this show. And guess what? It fucking honks. And so that's like, I like that. It's replacing when people are like, did you see this movie? It fucks. And like, that's I prefer fun. It fucks. <laughs> I preferred it, but it's like played out. So honks is in for me. So I am going to use it, but I'm careful not to overuse it because I don't want to kill it before it catches on. All right. Before we jump in anything else that we've already talked about on other episodes of the podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> Did we talk about honks? Yet? We've talked about it at least three times on the podcast. Oh, man. Well, that sucks. <laughs> that does not honk. <laughs> That's like a horn that um, you squeeze, but the whistle's broken. So it just goes. <sighs> and you squeeze. The, that's, that's what that did. And it blows stale air into your face because the hole is facing you. Um, all right. Exactly. So before we get started, uh, please for, don't for, no, please forget to like and subscribe <laughs> because we know you please have been this us. entire time. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you want to drop us a review or a rating or anything like that, that'd be cool. Um, I'm not a beggar. I won't, well, I won't cry. Uh, I won't beg. I won't get on my knees and plead with you. But it'd be cool. It'd be pretty cool. It'd be nice. I'll just put it this way. All the cool kids are doing it. And uh, last yeah, I, mean, I didn't want to bring that up. But yes, all the cool kids. kids are doing it. Yeah. 
cool kids are doing it. If you're not doing it, I don't want to say that you're uncool, but I'm just putting that, uh, you know, you can make any assumptions based on that information. So here's your dish, you know, disassembled. Yeah. But uh, all the cool kids are doing it. Take that for what it's worth. And ask yourself, did... what kind of life do you want to live? Do you want to be a cool kid or do you want to be a loser? That's your call. The other day I did see, I did go behind the bleachers. I saw all the cool kids there. Uh, Frankel and Mary Beth were making out behind the bleachers and all the rest of the kids were, were smoking pot. Going Ooh, on that's iTunes. Frankel. He's they were going on iTunes and they were ranking and reviewing our podcast. And I was like, wow, these are cool kids and look at what they're yeah. doing. Between TikToks, they were liking and subscribing. They were the coolest. Yeah. And they were following us on at Pod Property Pod. Yep. On Which is where you can follow so, us on Instagram. If you don't believe like us, and subscribe. just ask Frankel or Mary Beth because they were there. <laughs> I had a friend growing up, Robbie, and Robbie and his sister once got in a lot of trouble. They got in a lot of trouble because they went to, uh, their dad was a teacher at our high school. And yeah. before they were in high school and they were in middle school, they would go, and he was like a coach for, I think, like the softball team or something. So they would go watch the softball games. And one day they got in trouble because them being, I think they were probably like 11 or 12 when this happened. They went under the bleachers and just kept poking people's butts. <laughs> just just seeding pure chaos by hiding under the bleachers and randomly poking people's butts and then hiding but they got caught and they got in quite a bit of trouble so my buddy my buddy robbie got got yelled at for poking people's butts at the uh game and i remember too uh <laughs> i'll never forget when he told me i was like oh man so you were gr grounded for a while yeah why, why are you grounded he was like well, I was poking people's butts at the softball game. I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to start over again. I was, I was. I uh, haven't thought about that in forever. Oh my god, that really takes me back. I was a real bad kid in high school. I'm surprised. Robbie told me why he got grounded. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get expelled multiple times through high school. I was a bad kid. I was such a good boy. I was the goodest boy in high school. But yeah. like from 22 to like 26, I was a fucking animal. So, you know, yeah, that's kind of just the way it goes. Yeah. You can't get, you, can, you can't so get expelled. You, you actually, you can get, the worst you can get from 22 to 26 is expelled from the bar. And that usually only lasts one night. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've never been kicked out of a bar before, but I have been asked, is he with you? He's about to be kicked out before. And it yeah. was all because I was at a bar with someone who was so drunk that they fell asleep. And they were pointing so, at me. <laughs> no, no, no. It's never happened. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm surprisingly. We like, probably should have been kicked out of bars together yeah. before. And it's never happened. My superpower is that I can be just completely shit-faced and no one will ever know. Like, yeah. have, like, like, there have been times, I think even with you, but like a lot of my friends here, Maniunk, like we're, we'll be at a bar and I'll just be like, I'll like look over at my friend and be like, I'm fucking hammered and they're like are you serious i'm like yeah and they're like you don't seem drunk at all like you're you're holding conversations you're walking around like you know very well you're you're still ordering drinks without slurring your words like you you don't seem drunk at all and i'm like i'm fucking trash i gotta go home <laughs> like, that's because i'm a grown-ass man and you're a fucking yeah. child no i Dude, there was a similar thing because there's times where like I will, I will like wake up the next day and be like, man, I cannot believe I said that. I cannot believe I was all up in this person's face, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then like, I talk to everybody. Everyone's like, oh man, I was wasted last night. You didn't get too drunk, did you? And I'm like, I, I was dying. But yeah. I guess it's a similar thing. 
maybe I'm just such a slob at a base level that blackout <laughs> drunk people don't notice, you know? I can't remember the last time I was blackout drunk. It was it had to be like Well, that's kind of the something. point. Yeah. Um, I want to tell a story about how I almost got expelled from high school. It's it's kind of like uh it's it's very strange because it involves a gun, but it also involves Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit back. I'm going to get my imaginary popcorn out of the snack cupboard and I am going to hear this story. Please go into detail. <laughs> Take me there. So, so it in has my senior to be better than Robbie and Chrissy poking butts at the softball game. It's it's not it's not better in a funny way, but it's better in an, in a that's fucking crazy way. Um, it's more compelling. So, I wasn't I was like a C plus student all through high school because I, I hated homework and I didn't think that it had any benefit to me, so I didn't do it. Um, Science has proven you right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I'm always right, so I'm not surprised by that um, <laughs> or even phased by it. Um, so <laughs> in, in our senior year of high school, though, we had... Um, Sorry, when you, when you get cocky, it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good because it sounds so... And like, I know you're joking, but it sounds so genuine and you just... Like you deliver it. I love it. So please. Oh, yeah. Well, because it's all true. Um, <laughs> there it is. So, <laughs> so our senior year, we had this thing called the WISE program. I forget, I forget what the acronym was, but it was like a self-guided um, senior project that you could, I mean, not self-guided. You had a mentor who like kept you kind of on track for like hitting certain milestones. But for the most part, you could pretty much do whatever you want as long as you were diving into a study of some kind. And my, what I chose to do was make a um, up-to-date Boz Lerman style of Romeo and Juliet version of Hamlet. Okay, I'm into it. And so I like wrote like a script that was like 60 pages and it turned out to be like 45 minutes long. It was the worst fucking movie <laughs> in the world. Because <laughs> it was made by a high schooler who had no idea what the fuck he was doing. And I bet it was better than you think. The soundtrack was mostly Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that goes without saying. But because so because I wanted to like emulate the whole Boz Lerman effect, uh, all the swords were guns, right? But they were fake guns. Yeah. And so I had I had to go to the the administration in school and be like, hey, I want to film in the school like after hours, and you know there will be some fake guns on set. And I'm using air quotes for set because it, by set I mean it was me. And the guy holding the fucking Sony camera. <laughs> <laughs> and so that um, got permission for like three days, right? And so I went and like, as, but as you know, most movies always need reshoots. Yeah. I didn't get permission for the reshoots to bring the gun onto campus. Uh. And so um, the fake gun, by the way, it was a fake gun. I can't stress that enough. And so, but uh, for, it was like five o'clock on like a weekday or something. And the vice and, and principal. Mind you, we were in high school, like right when like the hot thing was coming. Yeah. So yeah. this was like really like, I mean, we're scared of, I mean, guns in schools is a terrifying thing now, but that was when it was like, it felt new. So it was real yeah. fucking, we were on the lookout. So my, my decision was obviously the wrong one. And I'll, I'll, I'll own that until the, until the <laughs> day enough. I die. So I didn't get permission for the reshoot day and the vice principal who like absolutely hated my guts um, because I was a cocky piece of shit in high school. Um, like probably so walked, funny though. Walked, walked in and caught us and he was like, what the hell is this? And he was like, I know you only have permission for three days and today's not one of them. 
and I was like, we need to do reshoots. And he was like, what the fuck is a reshoot? <laughs> <laughs> Did and you so pick the up next... the gun? You're like, well, that's when I shoot you. No. <laughs> Again. Oh, my God. That's terrible. No. <laughs> um, no, we, um, we packed up and left. And, like, everyone got into my um, Dodge Mark III conversion van, which sat eight. Is that why and you like Iron Man so much? Just because your first vehicle had like Mark III in it? No, no, no. That makes sense though. Maybe it's a subconscious thing. But like, I, like the entire crew is just that we just drove in my van, and I got into the van and I kind of like put my head on the steering wheel. And I'm like, I'm gonna be expelled tomorrow. And it, like, granted, it was 25 days until graduation for me. By the way, Oof. and so I got called into the principal's office very first thing the next morning, and he after an hour and a half long conversation about why I was an idiot, which I was, again, I'll, I'll own it. Um, he was like, you know what? I only have 25 days left with you. And I just want you to be gone after that. So don't make it. <laughs> he's like, don't make any more sudden movements or loud noises for the next 25 days. And we won't expel you. Did he say that no <laughs> sudden movements or loud noises? No, no, I'm, 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 hy- I'm hy- hyperboling. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah. I love that your relationship with the principal is that you're like the rogue cop. And he's like the really tired boss who has to keep taking your badge. <laughs> it really, no, it really was because I, so my very first graphic design project was me putting a photo of him onto the public drive at school that says, well, it was, it was with a talk bubble that said something about how he might like anal sex. And <laughs> he almost expelled me at that point. And at that point I was on his radar for like the rest of my high school career. So it really was like that. Like he was yeah. just tired of me. Like for- Richards, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he was he was definitely fucking sick of me but he that's he made me he made me join the wrestling team after that okay. he was like you obviously he was like you obviously need somewhere to put your anger no you know he wasn't wrong yeah that's true <laughs> that's cool um, I, you know sometimes yeah. when i think back on like dickhead teachers some of them i think back and i go oh my god they were even more of a dickhead than i knew to know at the time yeah. but a lot of the times i'm like oh I'm the dickhead, and they just learn genuinely wanted me to learn. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, I was good. I wasn't always the best student. I was just always a good. I was well behaved, and I didn't cause trouble. That's so funny. When you yeah. graduated, was he like, Richards? Your methods are unconventional, but God damn it, you got the job done. C's get degrees. Get out of my <laughs> office. <laughs> um, somebody dared me to. Uh, like as I was walking graduation, somebody dared me to um, like put a bouncy ball in my hand as I shook his hand and like pass it to him to see what he does with it. And I was like, dude, I can't torture this dude anymore. Like, yeah, I, we've got to, <laughs> we're on good enough terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you, you like, wrestled your way back into his good graces. Yeah. And the and principal, like this school. guy, this guy was like, you know, he's I like, like you said, like I thought he was a fucking asshole in high school. And now I realize that he probably wasn't as big a piece of shit as I thought he was. He was just yeah. doing his job. And like, he gave me so many chances that I really can't be, I can't even think of him as a piece of shit at all, but he was also like pretty built. So if I did do the bouncy ball thing and like now that I'm graduated <laughs> high school and I'm no longer a student there, he definitely could have just punched me in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, He can't touch you. And then as soon as you grab the diploma and he lets go. <laughs> So, yeah, he's like, you're no longer my problem, but now you're my problem. What if you dropped the bouncy ball in his hand and he just like crushed it and it just it acted like a liquid, just like a hydraulic <laughs> press. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh shit. You know it's crazy. My graduation story was so much uh it was notable, 
but it was so much more uh, lighthearted and silly. Uh, when I went up on stage to get my diploma, I didn't shake his hand. I yanked the diploma out of his hand, flexed with it, let out a large woo, and then cartwheeled back to my seat. Oh my and God. there is a picture in the newspaper. Because when I got back to the seat, someone I didn't know came up and asked my name. <laughs> I told him, and I was like, I shouldn't have done that. Maybe that was like a school official that's mad. I just did this cartwheel thing after behaving for four years. But no, it was just a newspaper guy. And on like the front page of the newspaper, it was like, Dan Scully feels the power graduating from <laughs> Cherokee. It's like, awesome. So I, I had a little fun. That's fun. I remember um, at my sister's graduation. She's two years older than me. And so two years before, before I graduated, I was in the audience for her graduation. And her class was a bunch of yucksters because they kept inflating beach balls and shooting them up in the air. And, you know, beach balls just going around like yeah. crazy. And it got to the point where there was like, there was way too many beach balls. I felt like I was at a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> and so was... beach balls are flying everywhere. And then the principal gets on there. He's like, okay. So uh, we just need to make sure for the rest of this, we want to get through it. If you guys could please keep your balls in. Uh, uh, balloons. Keep your balloons under the chairs. <laughs> and like, at that point, it was like, bro, you lost everybody yeah. when you almost said balls. <laughs> he was in trouble like two, two, two words into that sentence. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he, and he, it was such a like pregnant pause of like, your balls... And it had the sigh, and it had like the, I can't just walk away. I have to finish yeah. this. <laughs> but it's, it's a futile effort. And it was just great. And I'll never forget that. It wasn't even my graduation. There was like... I didn't even like my sister at that point. <laughs> our... <laughs> <laughs> that was for me. I love my sister to death. She's the best. But back then, ooh. We were like, you live here to too? <sighs> no, I don't think she knows what podcasts are. No, that's fine. She's got kids. She's married. She is busy. She's not podcasting. There was a, um, a, I have very vague memory of this, but I, I, I remember one specific thing, and that's the end of this sentence, which is in our, like, our senior prank was I had nothing to do with this, but um, apparently some fucking cocksuckers in our class decided a good senior prank would be to slash the tires of the administration. And because of how I just said that I was on the principal's radar, when I heard about this, I was like with my group of friends, I was like, I'm getting blamed for this. Like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like even, even if it's like, even if it's like everyone else is going down, somehow they're going to find a way to group me in with this yeah. fucking group of assholes. That, You're like, why did you tell me now that I know I'm complicit? There's yeah. No way. I'm like, no, like it's like, it was like, it was just like, it just started like whispering around the hallways, like after like third period, we're like, it looks like, you know, this person, this person, this person got their tires slashed outside. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going down for this. I goddamn know it. <laughs> it has begun. <laughs> the, the loudspeakers just like, boom, boom, Richard, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, there was one English yeah, teacher I had that was like fucking one of my favorite teachers and he he got me like he like he knew that he knew the reason I didn't like apply myself but he knew that I wasn't like a dumbass like I just chose not to do the yeah, work yeah yeah and yeah we had yeah. a walk we had we had a walkout for uh well, we had a planned walkout for like the war against Iraq it was like 2004 when I first started. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. 
And I had and the walkout was like eighth period or something. And this dude walks up to me and like, he knew that I was walking out. He's like, are you walking out today? And I was like, I gave him a look like, yeah, you know what I'm doing. And he was like, well, <laughs> and he like kind of like leaned in. He's like, as much as I agree with you, you know, I have to write you up if you do that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what more could I like, if you, have you seen my fucking file? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it's riddled with write-ups, dude. Come on. <laughs> So that, oh, that's that was so funny. That was fun. Like it wasn't fun. Like it, like once we walked out, we walked down the lobby, and then like we had like the liberal side of our high school, and then the fucking rednecks from upstate New York <laughs> who were somehow <laughs> like flying Confederate flag because they thought it was cool, even though they're in the yeah. fucking <laughs> You're they're, so in, the, far they're away. in the north. Yeah. <laughs> You're as far away as you could be from where that happened before entering a different country from where that happened. So don't even yeah. start with that dumb shit. But I mean, for overall, it was it was very nonviolent. Like it was like that was one thing I, I'll attest to, like how good our school was. With like even that, it was so small that like you couldn't like actually you could you could not like people, but you couldn't actually hate anybody because it was like there's 118 people in my graduating class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was a very small school, and yeah, you're all the same team at that point. Whatever you do to somebody one day is going to haunt you for like four or five months. Like so, you yeah. couldn't really do anything to anybody but anyway let's move wild on. for like dating life and stuff oh it was oh god don't even i let's not that's that let's move yeah. on uh, <laughs> that's, that's our pump of the brakes fair enough yeah oh wait i had a thought um, about something in high school oh i don't remember what i was gonna say i had i have a question on my notes here that i've been meaning to ask for like weeks um what is your opinion on coleslaw on sandwiches Oh, I'm into it, man. Uh, depends on the sandwich, but like a pulled pork with some coleslaw on it. Mm. Well, see, I had, I've been having like, well, not, not recently, but like, like a, three or four weeks ago, I had bought coleslaw from the Acme and I just started putting on like turkey and Swiss sandwiches and it was amazing every time. I couldn't, yeah, man. I couldn't get hey, away uh, from that fucking bad boy. I like, I'm a big fan of, um, what is it called? Of like Russian dressing on a it's roast beef, Ruben? Russian dressing, a Reuben, yeah. And yeah. I love the idea because that. Has Wait, can I can I can I just say one thing? This is the second time I had to remind you what that sandwich was called on this podcast. Really, I, I always <laughs> forget. It's the last time. The last time it was the Jenna episode where you were talking about the pickle sandwiches. <laughs> it's true. I had a Reuben. It's, but I, well, I'll tell you what. If you're liking, if you like coleslaw on a sandwich, then you will like the pickle sandwiches because it's the similar sort of like textural, salty, sweet thing that you got going on. But uh, yeah, man, a pulled pork, but where the the barbecue that's on the pulled pork isn't very sweet, and then you get coleslaw on that. That is like a sweeter coleslaw. Yeah. That is like, that's a flavor experience you don't want to miss. And conversely, if you have like a saltier, spicier coleslaw and a sweeter uh, barbecue going on, that is also really fun too. But I, I prefer it the other way around. But that's typically how it's done. And both ways are a flavorful, textural experience that uh, I dare say cannot be matched in most circumstances. It also goes well on pulled pork tacos. Mm -hmm. And if you brush your teeth with it, you will have very dirty teeth. Yeah. Well, they taste great, though. Your teeth will, taste will great, fall out. Though. Yeah. Your Speaking of which, I had... What sandwich did you eat? And be like, none. I just brushed my teeth with coleslaw. I had a now and later recently, like yesterday. And I was like, 
<clears throat> it was like dual dual flavor now and later. It's like the outside was one flavor and the inside was another one. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, okay, I'm into this. And I bit, I put it in my mouth and like chomped into it because I thought that now and later is like soft chews. They are not. They are hard. They're like Starburst. Yeah. Yeah. But even harder than that, dude. Like well, I had. To I can't fight. even think I'd about like, it anymore. Bucks dude, I had to let it. You better buckle in because I'm about to describe what my experience was. Oh, go for it. I'm going to put my – this is just me putting my thumbs on my molars <laughs> to hold them in. That's what this visual is going to be. And I know that they're not going to fall out, but I'm going to need to do it. So just go there. Uh-huh. I had to let it soften in my mouth before I could even engage my teeth into it. And then once I did, it felt like my molars were going to rip out at any moment. Uh-huh. And that's it. Uh, yeah. Usually when that happens, I just let it sit on the molar, and then I just let it dissolve away. I'm like, I don't care if it eats the whole molar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like the worst. Now, here's my question, because I, I have not had a now and later in probably 20 years. Um, it's crazy that I can think about things in terms of 20-year chunks. Fuck, man. We're all going to die. Uh, yeah. I remember being sold on now and laters as a child when my sister had them. And she was like, they're called now and laters because you taste it now. And then after you're done with it, the flavor, like you taste it later. And so I think what the real idea is that the flavor just lingers for a while. Um, but as a little kid, I thought like it disappeared. And then like an hour later, you'd be like, oh, lemons, you know, like it would just come back magically. <laughs> and when that- Oh, wow, the blueberries. Happen, yeah, like, oh, I, I remember that when I had it now. Now it's later, later is now. Ah! But it never happened. I just forgot about the now and later. And then because I felt like it was false advertising, I just dismissed them forever. And so my question to you is like, what is, was it a good experience flavor wise? And how Our long did it linger? Did it come back? Was I off base? Our proprietary flavor ingredients will have you thinking, wow, this is an intense flavor now. And then 80 years later, <laughs> it will pop up and you'll think, oh my God, orange mango from when I was a kid, a memory. Goose pimples. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it would be the worst. You're brushing your teeth, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is a nice minty, too. Oh, what is that? What? Oh, my God. My, my lemon now and later's kicking back it's in. It's later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and, to answer and your you question, that at the real. same time that you ate the lemon one, you also ate, like, a mint one. Or not a mint one, like a, like a, like a grape one as well. So it's like, ah, oh, it's griping. I remember I ate two in that moment. Oh, but I got to clean the teeth. Oh, what a horrifying uh, nightmare. To answer your question, though, I, under, I know why it is now and later, and it is actually not great. Um, so what they do is they put, like, the tiniest compacted concentrated um, amount of malic acid in the middle so that when you get to it, all you taste is sour, and then that lingers for another like uh, five minutes at least i kind of remember that yeah now that you're saying that i kind of remember it uh fair enough yes, it uh, it's like you eat it now and then 75 years later you find that it like hasn't really moved that that far past your throat it's just still kind of like glommed onto something there Sp uh, so speaking of memories my snack cupboard it, it's the cupboard right <laughs> yes it's the cupboard well wait, before we leave the i, I want to get one thing about a candy center I don't that that I think is ideal I'm not a big like sweet tarts person like I like chocolatey candies typically we've yeah. talked about this but like you know I dig on you know I'll have some smarties here and there and stuff like that but uh fuck smarties the yeah they're not the best the powdery center piece 
of an everlasting gobstopper is just unbridled bliss. That is a candy no, center. Oh, really? Because like I, I gobstoppers, whatever. I'm no longer of the age where I take it out to watch the colors change, but like I'll note the flavors changing. But when I get to that like powdery center that you can just bite and it goes with this flavorful, like just illogically cold powder that fills your mouth, man, I that is some serious, serious enjoyment. I I need to take a left turn here because I just reminded I just got reminded of something we need to talk about immediately. Yes, fair. First okay. of all, First of all, gobstoppers are a fucking lie. They're not everlasting. They're just like regular no. fucking candy. And that's yeah. what pisses me off. Secondly, yeah, that's true. The ones in the movie <laughs> last forever, but that's bad business, really. Okay, okay so the, speaking of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, there is a real-life contest going on from the founder of Jelly Belly, David Klein, and he is launching a nationwide search for one person to take over one of the candy makers' factories and win $5,000. Klein, the self-proclaimed real-life candy man who founded and later sold the Jelly Belly brand, announced the sweepstakes on YouTube. Explained that gold tickets, which are actually necklaces with brass dog tags, will be hidden throughout the country, one in each state. Has the one in Pennsylvania been found yet? This was, this was written September 9th, so 20 days, I mean... Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Well, where are they hitting it? Anywhere? So here's, here's what's fucked up. You got to pay 50 bucks to enter. Oh, well, there might be, this could be $50 worth of fun. For 50 bucks. I mean, if you want to split it, we can talk about that later. And then we can find out. So for 50 bucks. <laughs> we split minimum wage as managers of the <laughs> Jelly Belly factory. For 50 bucks, um, you can purchase an entry to receive a riddle unique to your state of residence. Riddles for each state will be released on a schedule starting with Georgia on September 30th, according to thegoldenticket.com. Ooh, this is tempting if we split one and got the clues. Yeah, I mean, I just want to see what the riddle is for. I mean, I, the riddle is probably going to be in fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which I don't want to travel to, but I, I would go. I would go. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a I thing just need that to buy a done. gun first. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, for my, for my, for my like... own protection, we can, we've got plenty of time. Pennsylvania doesn't start until November 7th. Okay. I am not against this idea. It's sold out. Well, I am fully against this idea. Okay. You know, though, someone's going to say what the clue is like pretty quickly on the internet, and then we'll just go oh, yeah. and find it. And then we'll be like, I got a uh, golden ticket. I think that there is language in the TNCs that say if you post it on Twitter or something, you're disqualified. Some men just like to some men just like to watch the world burn. That's true. Um, I gotta jump into the snack cupboard though, because there's something that happened to me this week that made me terribly, terribly sad. Oh no. There when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> there was a deli near my house that had great sandwiches. And um, with these sandwiches that I would eat with my friends, I would always get an Arizona blueberry white tea. I saw you post a picture of this thing. It was the best tea ever. It's so light and refreshing, but it has that tea taste. You've had it? I love the blueberry. Dude, I love the blueberry white. Do you know where <laughs> to find it now? I mean, my, I don't know what the news is, so my guess would be CVS, but I don't know. Apparently, Rite Aid has some in select locations, but it's hard to find. Now, 
I, I actually called the distributor, Arizona, and they said I had to leave a message, and I did. They never called me back, though. Can you give me an approximation of what this message said? Yeah, I was like, um, <clears throat> hello, <laughs> Listen, it's me. motherfuckers. <laughs> no, I said, hello, it's me, Stephen Richards, um, from the Hot Property Podcast. And I was wondering if... Hello, Mr. You... Richards, please. <laughs> Sorry, we were screening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're very important. What do you? <laughs> uh, and I said, uh, I've been looking uh, tall and wide for the blueberry white tea in my area. That's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 19128. If you could put me on the prowl, any sort of lead would help to this delicious blueberry white. I will love you forever. And I'll, I'll buy more of it than is logic than is logically sound. I will I will buy it out outright, ten thousand dollars. Dude, that um, stuff is really tasty. And then they really never tasty. got back to me. I want to read well, you this article. They right. So I, I did. Yeah, I don't I even know what internet. the news. What's the scoop? No, no, I'm this, is a, this is a, this is a review. I found, and this guy's this guy's this guy or gal is on the same wavelength as I am, because when you go to brightaid.com and search blueberry white tea, the only place I've found that might have it. Um, I even did an Instacart attempt because Instacart was like, yeah, we got blueberry white at this location. Just fucking put it in your cart. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I put 20 of them in my cart because they're a dollar each. And, Nothing. and then I also ordered some Tums because I needed more Tums. <laughs> <laughs> and so Instacart was like, all right, it'll be there in two hours. I'm like, fuck yeah. It's tea day, baby. Let's get that blueberry. <laughs> and then... Um, tea day. <laughs> And then fucking an hour later, um, Shonda texted me and was like, hey, they're out of blueberry white tea. And I was like, just cancel the whole fucking order. I really just wanted the tea. I'll get the Tums somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Get rid of the tea, double the Tums. I'm really going to (laughs) need it. So this this customer review on RiteAid.com from Beefy Muffins says... Um, are they, is, is this person related to Jenna's, uh, social media by any chance? <laughs> so, no, he's the opposite. She's less than yeah. a muffin. He's beefy. And muffins. He's, he's beefy muffins. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, here's what he says about the title is blueberry white tea is my white rhino. I remember <laughs> taste. <laughs> are I remember you beefy first, muffins? I wish maybe I did like sleep, sleep review this tea. Cause this sounds like me. I remember first tasting this spectacular specimen of a tea in my senior year of high school. It was the first time I ever truly loved something. This tea is definitely the best flavor of any cold tea in existence. No joke. For the longest time, it disappeared from shelves. Lost. Gone. Like the African white rhinos. I thought for good, too. Until today. At a Rite Aid. They had them gloriously sitting (laughs) on a shelf. I can tell you, once you've had these... You'll never want to try another subpar cold tea drink in your life again. Nothing compares. Thank you. Drink this. That's, I like it. He ends on drink this. <laughs> Thank you. Drink Thank this. Thank you. Drink this. So I that can't be- find blueberry white tea anywhere. <laughs> if you can help me um, find blueberry white tea um, and just let me know how much to Venmo you. Send oh, dude! If me. I see it, I'll pick you up some some blueberry white tea. Please. So, do. what's the news? Are they discontinuing it, or like less I, production, I, or you just have just suddenly found it hard to find? On their website, it there's no there's just no button that says order now. But I so here's here's the the silver uh, lining. I found this brand, and this is my snack cupboard entry. We took a long way to get here, but we took the scenic route, and it's fine. This is a, it's a beautiful drive. 
uh, a brand called Roar Organic. Okay, they really just blew, they just whiffed not calling it Roar Organic. I know, right? But name name follies aside, uh, this has um, <laughs> it's only ten calories per bottle, which is great. That's not bad. Um, the flavor is a lot better than what you think for something that's ten calories a bottle. It's not. It's not too sweet, which I don't like either. Um, Dude, I got a squirty boy in this cup right here. Nice. No calories, my friend. One gram Lemonade. sugar, antioxidants, B vitamins, and coconut water. So it's got 10% of B3, uh, 25% of B3, B6, and B5, 10% of vitamin E. So. Yes. Yeah, it's not bad. They got four different flavors, and this I also have one. What flavor was that one right there? This one's blueberry acai. Acai. <clears throat> this one is cucumber. I haven't tried the cucumber watermelon yet, so I'm going to scratch that. That's probably right good. I do enjoy uh, that cucumber has become a flavor in things, in this like really refreshing good. drinks. It's good. It has that soft cucumber mouth feel, but it has a little bite to it. It's got a kick. Man, I love, I love that the, cucumbers have become flavor. like, oh yeah. And you did this with your fingers, so that tells me you're excited. I'm also going to, I'm going to put a little bit in my Truly too, just so it makes it healthy. There you go. It's not good for you because yeah. it's juice. Juice comes from fruits. Fruits come from trees. Alcohol comes from the ground. And al- alcohol is made of potatoes, so we're all good. All right, what do so, you got on your, on your snack cupboard? Well, there's one thing that, that I want to talk about that I had, and then one thing that I want to hunt down, but I haven't figured out a way to like ethically wrap my mind around it. So the one that I had was uh, thanks monkey? to no, <laughs> so much more innocent. Uh, thanks to to Jenna, she was uh, I think she was visiting her parents, and she came back with a single pouch of Pop Tarts, and they were pumpkin pie flavored. Oh, those are those are those those fuck, dude. They were dope. Why am I getting? My God, I just hate my phone keeps going off, and it's all just people being like, vote, vote, vote. I'm like, I'm registered. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the, I'm trying to talk I, I about pumpkin pie pop tarts. I'm gonna vote for the pop tart. <laughs> and so, yeah, the uh, it, it was delicious. I was a little off put by when I opened it up. It has white icing with multicolored sprinkles on it, which yeah, is no, it's cool. But I just in my head when I see pumpkin pie, I think of like it was birthday cakes colored. I think more autumnal. So, but then the center was that autumnal. Uh, orangey brown uh, terracotta or whatever it is. Uh, okay, yeah, raisin. I'm looking at them right now, and they, someone in the meeting, wait, no, this is like, I'm looking at something that's more fall colored sprinks. Okay, well, that wasn't this one. Maybe, maybe, because I didn't have the box, so I was just told it was pumpkin pie. So, pumpkin. Maybe they got their machinery messed up and they put them under the birthday sprinkles. Could be. Um, wait, here we go. Oh no, that that's the one. I guess the sprinkles weren't as ra- rainbowy as I thought. <laughs> I was eating them in the dark. Because <laughs> 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 it's like rainy outside, and uh, you know it's just kind of dim. But yeah, yeah that's the one. But that's the center was so good. And, okay, now I'm seeing that it's called frosted pumpkin pie. So that would explain the frosting. But uh, man, it was legit. You better believe that I put a little bit of butter on it. And yep. um, yeah, man, I shot for the moon. It was it was absolutely delicious, but uh, it was still at its heart a novelty flavor. So this, uh, there is another novelty flavor um, that I don't want to try called Choco Lantern. 
which I think looks and sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Choco Lantern? Does it have a description yeah. as to what Choco Lantern might be? It's just frosted chocolate fudge, but with like pine uh, not pineapples, pumpkins and bat sprinkles on it. I mean, it's probably fine. I just feel like but now the, that the I've frosting is to... like a is like a an, an ultra neon orange, which always turns me off to like the fucking uh, Halloween Oreos that come out with that. Ooh. That bright orange. It's the same flavor, just like the dye is so fucking prominent. It really just visually turns me off to it. That's see, I that's my favorite color is the bright, you know, super awesome orange. And so and and I love it so much that when I see it, I'm like, that doesn't even register as food, but get it in me. And I love <laughs> me some orange uh Oreos, orangeos. But uh here's the thing. <laughs> you know it's very funny oreo put out like cookies and cream flavored oreos which is like <laughs> that's that's just that's an oreo flavored oreo yeah i'm sorry i, I got i just mind. i just found something that is crazy to me okay um, let's see pop tarts pop tarts personalized photo on a box give the unique gift of pop tarts with a personal photo and message so this one just says, happy birthday, Billy. And it's got a photo of some kind of weird bearded man on it. And it's just frosted blueberries, but it's, they're $20 a box because you got an extra printing on them. It's like, I mean, I love me some Pop-Tarts, but is, is it like really that, like, are, they the, are, are there families that bond that tightly over Pop-Tarts? They'd be like, Billy, you know how you love Pop-Tarts. I mean, we've talked about pop tarts in every fucking episode, so yeah, I guess I should bite my tongue. I had I had a pop tart today. It's just, I guess I'm I'm growing away from now that pop tarts are returning to my life in a more rustic way of icingless with you know like old school. The 3D printed candy pop tarts don't quite do it for me as much. But I'll tell you what, that pumpkin pie one, that's probably on the list of 3D printed ones. But it was goddamn delicious. Ooh. So this ginger this gingerbread one looks really good. All right, go ahead. Sorry, you have another one. Well, this one I didn't try because I, I saw it at the store and I was I, I'm getting that feeling again just looking at the picture I took. I took a picture of it because I was like, I have to talk, I have to consult with Steve before I make any forward motion on this decision. Because it might be, you know, Icarus flew too close to the sun and his wings melted. And we're soaring pretty high. Our good humor, right brown sugar, cinnamon, pop tarts, ice cream treats on sticks. Too far. No, there's no, there's no, there's no finish line here, Dan. We can just keep going and going and going until I we die. I think this is beyond the pale. And since this is an audio podcast, I would describe it to the listeners. Of, it's remember those chocolate eclair. Yeah. ice cream bars on sticks that you would get at school lunch or if you were correct you would have gotten the strawberry one man Agreed. that thing was a beast uh this is one of those but it is pop tarts brown sugar cinnamon flavor that's just one of those things like i could see getting one of those ice cream bars that's a brown sugar cinnamon eclair or something like that but the fact that it has to be pop tarts that you know what i'm saying I think they just changed the flavor of the chocolate one slightly and then put a Pop-Tarts logo on it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably true. They just made everything cinnamon because it looks identical to the chocolate one. It really but does. But uh, just the idea that like, they couldn't just be like, hey, uh, it's a riff on our, our regular uh, 
uh, chocolate eclairs, and now they're cinnamon eclairs. But no, it has to be because Pop Tarts brown sugar cinnamon is a different flavor than brown sugar cinnamon on its own. You know? Yeah. Like, like I, if I got cinnamon about... bun flavored ice cream, that's good. But if I got cinnabon flavored ice cream, get the fuck out of my way because I'm living life. So, to, but what's weird is to me, brown sugar cinnamon is superior in on its own to pop tarts brown sugar cinnamon. yeah but they went there but i guess this is just one of those meetings where kowalski saw the connection and they were like god damn it kowalski that's why we hired you what i'm confused about is why did they only make one flavor well this is the only one i saw i, no, I don't, i'm looking, I'm looking at it right now it? yeah they only made one flavor I mean, of all pop tarts, I'd say that brown sugar cinnamon is the most iconic of the flavors. I mean, that's yeah, but the one that so I think is most strawberry, and that's like the next. That's like the next like organic but motion you're towards stepping doing on the strawberry, strawberry one. Claire exists. I know, but you could just fucking throw a pop tarts logo on it and say it's pop tart strawberry. Yeah, I don't know though. I feel like that's like, you know, putting a, put, putting a Walmart out of business by putting a Walmart there. You know, I feel like you're just getting. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's dangerous territory. Um, I've got some people on my shit list this week. Because it's five twenty nine, but it's four seventy nine. That means that means it's that that means we're about to lose it. You got to get it next time you see it. Yeah, well, we'll see. Because that article I was reading came out in May. I thought about it and I stood there, and it was probably a good like five six second count where I was like having the yes or no battle, but the angel on my shoulder definitely won. The devil was like, come on, man, do it. It'll be good for the show. And the angel was like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> and they Mickey left. I don't know why she Mickey left. Yeah. Um, so this, this will lead me into my shit list if we can go into there real quick. Because I was at Wawa. Oh, yeah. Did you do any Dan's, Dan's dudes or whatever it was? No, I have a good reason for it. It was Dan's dogs. Um, Dan's dogs. Dan's dogs. But uh, I, I actually have one Dan's dog entry that I, that I wrote down. So I'm going to pull that up. Okay. My but shit list this week, um, the first one was Wawa. And the reason this is a good segue is because when I was at Wawa, I was looking at, I was like, I took a long time looking through all their snacks to see what I wanted to bring to the snack cupboard this week. And I couldn't find any that was like, um, like good enough for me that, that spoke to me in the way that I needed to be spoke to by a snack. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say the reason Wawa was on my shit list this week is because I got to say, man, they're fucking... Wawa's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Wawa it's is no good. longer a good sandwich shop. Um, I made a post on Instagram that said it was the official uh, hoagie of the Philadelphia Eagles, which made sense because it was uh, bland, flavorless, and fell apart halfway through. So that was... I saw that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I actually had a positive experience with Wawa because I haven't been to Wawa since quarantine started. And the other day I was like, I'm going to get the most... I've been like dieting. And so I had, uh, it was time to get a treat. And I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. get the most disgusting Wawa sandwich I can think of. It's going to be incredible. Well, and good news for you, they're all disgusting. Yeah. And so while it did satisfy my craving and all that, there was a point, like when I was almost done the, the sandwich, I was like, that was not food. Yeah. It, it just wasn't. Um, they used to be good. Their, their sandwiches used to be pretty legit. And now they're all just like slightly damp and just kind of. I think it, I think the da- it, the downhill started when they started baking their own bread instead of going with um, 
Amoroso's or mm. Luciano's. So that's like the downfall of a of a proper Philadelphia hoagie is you're not using the right bread. Yeah, I they got everybody too can big. agree with that. They got so big so fast that that they just couldn't keep up with demand and had to lower quality. Second on my shit list is the Philadelphia Phillies. So there's 30 teams in baseball, and they changed the playoff format where 16 teams would make the playoffs. So you have, even if you're a mediocre team, you have a very good shot of getting the playoffs because more than half the teams will be in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Phillies um, fucking went right up to the wire for being eliminated, and then on the last day of baseball were eliminated because they couldn't fucking pull through. And all they had to do was win the game. And in the last nine years, Phillies have spent $170 billion on payroll and have not made the playoffs once. So Philadelphia Phillies, fuck you. You're on my shit list. <laughs> okay. I feel Next like, up. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go I feel ahead, like we, this is the first year that, that the, uh, that the, the, the uh, Philadelphia uh, prayer of well there's always next year is not accurate so we have to update it for 2020 which is well there might be next year our only hope right now is the flyers and um they did well i'll say that they did well um they did better than we all thought they would and they are not on my shit list they're on they're on the good boy list what about Uh, the eagles they didn't lose they just i don't even like the eagles i'm a seahawks fan (laughs) okay well then i'm not gonna mock you because i just know that they tied And they tied oh, the Bengals, which is really I'll tell you wild. what, the Eagles almost made the shit list for just wasting my time watching that game. Like, that was <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, and then I saw Karen in, in Target. She's on my shit list, too. She cut me oh, yeah. line. Ugh. 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 I was trying to get a, a hand blender, which I didn't have, and I always wanted one. And I was making pumpkin dip. Ooh! That's probably what's inside the pumpkin... Uh, pop tarts. Yeah. I, I do the pop tart factory is in my house, so yes, you're right. I have a pumpkin. Uh, we we got a pumpkin, and yeah. I am giving serious consideration to trying an intricate. Uh, no, I, when I said serious consideration, Siri set off. Uh, when uh, I'm giving serious consideration to uh, trying to get a complicated carving pattern and actually carve it out. And you know, you know part you of do that too? is going to involve taking those guts and cooking something with them. Oh, dude, fucking roasted, honey roasted pumpkin seeds are my favorite. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to roast the pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Faux show. Faux show. Um, you should try to do one of those things where it's an image on the front and then the back is cut out so that it makes like a shadow on the wall. Ooh. Okay. There's a good it. one. There's a good one that represents Luigi's mansion, where Luigi is cut up in the front. Like he's not even cut cut up. He's like they do like a deep relief carving into the pumpkin yeah. without going through it, and then the back. I'm not going to be able to do that, but yeah, <laughs> I can try. The back, the back is cut through to be the 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 ghost, the boo. That's so cool, and so I just like beat Luigi's him. mansion recently. Yeah. I feel like if I tried to do one of those like relief carvings, I would get so far and then I'd like accidentally puncture and then just angrily smash the pumpkin on the floor. And then we yeah. just live with a smashed pumpkin for the, because I'm never cleaning it up because I'm so mad. <laughs> I decided so not I don't to carve a pumpkin. That, that, uh, 
that Pandora's box. So I just want to carve no, no, it regular. That I'm your, ha- your house will smell so bad for a long time too, because that pumpkin. I don't care. It's all about how rotting mad I, pumpkin. That I poked <laughs> my relief pumpkin. I, I, That's the only thing that matters. Don't you understand? I put I so, so much work into carving a relief pumpkin thing, and then I punctured it a tiny little unnoticeable bit. It's the end. I guess so. Yeah. I'm, I, I decided uh, not to carve pumpkins this year because that's always something that I like doing with a big group of friends. And obviously that won't be happening this year. So yeah, I'm just gonna, it's, I just feel like it would be a, a very sad scene to look in <laughs> on me carving a pumpkin by myself. <laughs> I don't know though. I think like there's the satisfaction of like, you ever just do a manual task because it's fun. No, I, I, I actually that, try that to connect the dots book tasks. is incredible. No, manual tasks are great. You just fiddle around and do some stuff. I have a a 7,000 piece Millennium Falcon, Lego Millennium Falcon that I haven't put together yet because I avoid manual tasks. Dude, when this is over, we got to just like get a weekend and just put that fucker together because I would love to put together the Millennium Falcon. That's the other thing that I've been, that I haven't done yet too is because like I've always wanted to do it with somebody, not just by myself. Dude, and, I am down to go on that project yeah. adventure with you. I'm I'm in. Knock lock it in. Yeah. That would be awesome. We could do we could even do a video segment and put it on the pod. Hell yeah. When it, it'll it'll be time. Put it on the Instagram. So I'm going to drop uh I have two of to counteract Steven's shit list, I'm gonna do Dan's dogs. And there are they're good things that I want to shout out. And so my first Dan's dog is something that uh it's very minor. Uh, but everybody knows I'm a big movie nerd. And my first dog of the week is Imprint Films. Because Imprint Films is... They they release older films that, you know, may or may not have release or have fallen off release. And uh, they're, they're putting them onto uh, physical media. And they just acquired. And December 30th are releasing... Steve, tell me you've seen Fire in the Sky. I was, I ho- I was hoping you were going to say Space Jam. Oh, no, not Space Jam. No. Fire in the Sky. It was, I think it's a made-for-TV movie that got beefed up. And it's just everybody in the world's first alien abduction movie. And it's not even like it's the greatest movie in the world. But man, oh, man, that movie is hard-coded into my soul as something that, like, severely fucked fucked me up as a kid. And uh, so I want to shout out to them because they're putting it onto a DVD and selling it. An Arizona logger mysteriously disappears for five days in an alleged encounter with a flying saucer in 1975. His co-workers endure ridicule and in contempt as they are wrongly accused of murder. Is that the one? That's the one. There's a scene where he's getting abducted and it's like a, an eye needle. Cause they're... Hey, Peter Berg's in this. Peter Berg is in this. Dude, it's, it's, a, it's like a classic upper tier made for TV movie. And I actually have the last printing of when it was on DVD, but it like oh, kind of disappeared Sweeney. after that. D.B. Sweeney. Yes, indeed. You and, know what uh, I know D.B. Sweeney from? What? Have you seen The, the Cutting Edge? <laughs> I've not seen The Cutting Edge, but I know what, I know what, that's the ice skating movie, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a figure skating movie. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. My aunt was obsessed my... with that movie. So we'd watch it whenever we, she babysitted me, we'd watch it like three times in a row. My sister liked that movie, but I, I don't believe I've ever seen it. It's not bad. I won't lie to you. It's pretty good. Nice. I, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's cool. Um, it's one that, like, for some reason, that movie and and this is gonna sound so weird, but the Sally Field movie, not without my daughter, seem to always come up when people recommend them to me. So maybe they just came out at the same time. Probably. 
So my other dog is just uh, one of my old comedy buddies, Dave Teruso, has been publishing over the last couple months uh, this comic book. I'm going to hold it up for you called, called Alter Ego. And the second issue came out this week, and I finished it yesterday, and it was really good. So I wanted to shout it out because it's like, the way that he does it is, it is a novel that is also a comic book. And there's information that's in both individually, so you have to like kind of read both with an investigative eye. And it's like a mystery. And uh, yeah, it's like a superhero mystery. It's really cool. And uh, I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to shout out Dave. He's one of Dan's dogs this week. Who's publishing that? Uh, I think he self-published. It's uh, oh, wow. I don't know, That's though. more There's, impressive. It should be on here. Uh, yeah, I think it's just self-published. That's but yeah, awesome. like the artwork's fantastic. That's real cool. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's very weird. It's kind of bizarre, but a lot of fun. I'll check it out. Um, well we've got time for one or two stupid questions you want to jump in yeah let's do it let's do some stupid questions one two three four five six seven uh pick a number between one and seven well we've never been up to seven before so i'm gonna say seven should i base my career choices around the ending i get in boss baby get that baby For a long time now, I've been wondering what kind of career I want. But recently, I found this interactive Netflix thing called Boss Baby, Get That Baby, where depending on what you do, you get a job in the office of Boss Baby. Anyways, point being, are the results I get on this game slash movie reliable enough to use them for real life? Ooh, I I, I guess it's like that Black Mirror thing where you pick up different things. That's kind of cool. Um. See, the, what, so before we actually dive into this question, I, now I want to watch this and play, yeah. and play the game. Because, <laughs> not going to lie, like, I've never seen Boss Baby. I'm sure I know exactly no. what type of movie it is, but the idea of Alec Baldwin voicing a baby that's a boss, I think that is inherently funny. Um, I also, like, I also love the title, Boss something. Baby, Get That Baby. <laughs> get, the, get that baby. Get <laughs> that baby. Get that baby. Now, is the... Is the, is the um, I, if you get that baby at the end, is the career path kidnapping? <laughs> kidnapping and fatherhood. Human trafficking. Get that dick. baby. Get, get that baby. Um, I think that there probably is some sort of functional career-oriented knowledge which could be drawn from this questioner's experience playing boss baby, yeah. get that baby. That said... I don't think it should be seen as such a heavy, uh, uh, it shouldn't be weighted so heavily in considering their future uh, employment. So, so far as to say, should I just follow it outright? I, I would say do some other research as well, but I think there's probably something to be gleaned from it. Sure. Well, in a world where I learn a lot of, um, you know, useful skills I didn't learn in high school, from TikTok and Instagram, maybe Boss Baby Get That Baby is the equivalent to a guidance counselor on the internet. Could be. Yeah. It could be. Because maybe you're like, oh, you know, I want to get into like management. But then like you take a, uh, you know, you make a decision midway through and the game's just like, you know, you might not be management, but maybe HR. You're like, oh, HR is actually calling to me. And, and 
you didn't even realize it. And it's just because yeah. that little thing. So, you know, maybe I think there's something there, but uh, I believe the question was worded as just, should I base should my I base my, Should I base my career choices around the ending I get in Boss Baby, Get That Baby? I would say you can inform them, but I don't think you should base them on it. You're not, you shouldn't put it on your resume. Don't put it on your resume. <laughs> I'll put it this way. If you're interviewing with me, put it on your resume and I'm not going to read anything else because you're fucking hired and I'm giving you a raise. <laughs> but if you're interviewing with anybody else, I would say leave it off the resume entirely. What would you do Don't if you went to a job it. interview and they were like, so have you seen the film on Netflix, Boss Baby, Get That Baby? And you say yes. <laughs> and then like, let's say you're interviewing for like logistics or something like that. Or, or web development yeah and they're like so what did you what did you get at the end of boss baby get that baby and you say uh well i got fucking trash man <laughs> and, <laughs> and then they're like well i'm sorry you're just not qualified for web development if you got trash man from boss baby get that baby i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah but like well i second guessed like three of my decisions yeah. what if they're like did you watch boss baby and they're like yeah but like i turned that shit off midway through and put on showgirls they're like oh my god you're the new CEO. <laughs> or like when you're playing Boss Baby, Get That Baby, and you forget that it's an interactive movie, so you go to the bathroom, and you're just like, you're like oh, I can just hear it from the bathroom. I, can, I don't need to pause it. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, <laughs> then you have to make a very important decision, and then you get like fucking mortician at the end of it. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> I um. I Not to I say did. that trash men and morticians are, are jobs that you shouldn't want to hold. I'm just saying that. To tell you the truth, trash men seems like, short of the trash, it seems kind of fun riding on the back of the truck and throwing trash around. And mortician, to tell you the truth, if I was a little better about the uncanny valley, I would not mind being a mortician because my favorite jobs are ones where you get left the fuck alone. I feel like mortician is something that you need to have um an interest in in order to do it I, yeah like you you don't I'm just be like you know what i i, I can't i can't fucking figure out what i want to be i guess i'll just fucking be a mortician <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what, else, what the fuck else am i gonna do well, like, send your um, corpses over to me because i guess I i'm a mortician i can never be a trash man because i have a very very sensitive uh, sense of smell like even sometimes when I'm like uh, walking yeah. BB and I have to like pick up her poop like there'll be if I'm, it's like early in the morning I'll, I'll gag because it just smells yeah. so terrible oh yeah um, <laughs> what I know that exact feeling when I used to work for the uh, the junk removal service for those few weeks oh yeah there was one like gag worthy job where I turned in my little red jacket and I was like I'm going the fuck back to Chili's <laughs> Yeah, I the forgot day. you did that. Yeah, I was out. That was disgusting. But I don't want to get into that shit on there. But I, uh, I, I, there was a, when, when we were living in Maniunk, I made this joke, and I wonder if you ever heard it. It's similar to what you're saying about Boss Baby. Um, there was, we were looking through the Xbox uh, leaderboards, and there was one person who had got 100% on like the CSI game. And imagine yeah. a world... <laughs> where like they get a knock on the door and it's just like are you are you beer stud 69 <laughs> like uh yeah well it seems we've got a copycat killer on our hands <laughs> and you're the only one who knows who you're the only person who we can trust to get the to bring him in twist ending though beer stud 69 is the copycat what or else there'd be two yeah. that's why he beat the csi because he, so he, he wanted to learn how to kill all right between one and six 
four. All right. So this is a dual, this is a double question. Um, so sometimes when I'm searching this website, there's like multiple versions of the same question. And normally I don't look to see if they're the same poster, but this time it was, and it's very concerning to me. The first one is, so there's two posts. The first one is, is defecating in a casket at a funeral abuse of a corpse? And then the second post is another school bully died the other day. Is it a good idea to shit in the casket at his funeral? And, the, and these are a day apart. It's weird that because they're worded in ways that that don't have like a like a clear answer. Like, I mean, the first the answer is no. The answer is no. What I want to talk about is what the fuck is wrong with this cat that he wants to that he oh, feels the is, need. This is one user. Yeah, this is one user asking the same question. But sounds to me ways. like someone really is planning on pooping in the casket of their bully. Yeah. I mean, if he's listening, he or she's listening, I will, I will recommend against it. Because on the one hand, I get it. And there's a lot of graves that I would like to poop in, personally. But where does that leave you? You know, you pinch yeah. it off, and then there you are with... with you know, a couple cheeks full of poop. You're hovering over the saddest moment of somebody's life. And now it's Is all it about it? you. And you've got shit in your pants. You've got to get out of there. There's probably going to be some sort of a crime. Uh, and honestly, if, if nothing else, like, if you actually get it on the inside lining of the coffin, you're probably on the hook for a coffin. And that's like three grand straight up right there. So it's just a bad idea. Um, can you think wistfully on their death and celebrate that you no longer have to share a mortal coil with that piece of shit? Absolutely. But poop in the toilet. Well, here's now the reason I brought this question up is not to be macabre by any sense, but here's where the, the wording here raised a red flag for me. And that is another school bully died the other day. <sighs> is it a good idea to shit in the casket at his funeral? Can I posit something to you? A CSI level theory. I think this oh, kid always. is killing bullies and shitting in their fucking graves. Okay, so I just finished Mindhunter. So we're gonna get to the, we're gonna profile this a little bit. Here's <laughs> what I think is happening. He his thing is not murder. His thing is pooping on graves. But the only way to ensure that the grave is someone that you feel ethically okay about pooping on, say, a bully, is to eliminate them yourself. So while he is indeed a killer, well, he is indeed a murderer, I don't think he's a killer, but I do think he's a pooper. Well, Reddit, <laughs> I do think he's a, he's a grave pooper. <laughs> Reddit disagrees with you on some level because I just clicked through to his username to see what else he's been commenting on, to see if we can make a full profile on this guy. Uh, and this account has been suspended. Ah, uh, okay. So he's probably, probably up to no good. All right. One through five. We'll do one more, and then we'll call it. We'll wrap it up. One through five. Let's go with two. All right. I ask again, <laughs> can priests summon demons? Authentic religious figures, not WoW or D&D. If they can expel slash exercise... Can they summon or conjure? I think I am the wrong person to ask. 
because whereas I believe that there is something supernatural around our own existence, I don't believe that priests have any connection to yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I all. agree. I was just hoping we could ask, we could help this guy out because he started with I ask again. So yeah. <laughs> we'll scrap but, that. But here's the other thing, though. In a vacuum, if we lived in a world that followed by the Catholic rules of exorcisms, because I was raised Catholic, so I think that I can speak as a very well-schooled authority on this, is that if they can cast out through exorcism, then they probably can summon a demon. But what priest ever would? Constantine. Fair enough. Uh, we got time for one more. One through four, real quick. Rapid <laughs> okay, uh, let's just uh, hit it with one. <laughs> one, all right. This, uh, what kind of Pokeball do I need to catch a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say you need this. Uh, it's, it's not a Pokeball. It's called a wallet. <laughs> Get yourself one of those. Yeah. No, that's terrible. That's productive. That's terrible. Um, um, Let's preface this by saying that we, Dan and I, let's, quick disclaimer, Dan and I both realized that relationships are not about somebody catching or owning another person. <laughs> Very true. But we just, this is all satire and we think it's funny. So what kind of Pokeball do I need to catch a girlfriend? Um, now I have a list of Pokeballs here. I mean, I would that, say that arguably you want a girlfriend who's resistant to all of them except the Ultra Ball. Um, yeah. Personally, I know in my game, I have a couple Premier League balls, and uh, I would hope that I would catch a girl that, that could, you know, would, would, would only be contained by the, by the Premier ball. But the problem is, you got, you got to throw a lot of balls to figure that one out. And every once in a while, you, you might, you know, over rank a ball for a lower uh, pokey girlfriend. Now, the, the, the balls that I'm looking at, there's plenty of balls to be had here. Um, there's a couple of good ones, like the love ball is a good one. Oh, that's probably or the right answer. The cherish ball, I think, is pretty good. Wait, but the love ball is not a good one, because the love ball, I believe, if I remember correctly, if you use it on a wild Pokemon, it, when it captures them, it ups their love stats immediately and makes them more mm. amenable to you. And in a dating circumstance, that is immoral and illegal. Okay, but here's, here's one that, based on something Madonna said, might work. The diamond ball. Ooh, they are indeed a girl's best friend. Yeah. But here's the thing. They're also forever. Yeah. And if every kiss truly begins with K, make sure you get your diamond ball from K Jewelers. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> I hate Stephen. Now, uh, girls are for them. I think I could say this without sounding misogynistic, but for the most part, girls are into astrology more than guys. Yeah. So there's a moon ball we could probably use. Just make sure you redo your research and use it at the right time. Yeah. When Aquarius is in the fifteenth quadrant of Jupiter, or whatever the fuck astrology is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how it works. <laughs> um sports ball i would love to have a girl that knows a lot about sports oh yeah you can catch sporty spice with the sports ball sports ball yeah um 
Premier Ball. That's what I'm talking about. Yep, just, that's yep. just when you get at events. It's special. So you get yourself a one-of-a-kind Pokemon. Uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, the Dark Ball. Oh, yeah. If you want a goth. Uh, Annie's Ball, so you can use that against anybody named Annie. Oh, I thought it only catches orphans. Oh, yeah. Ugh, <laughs> that, that's a dark road. How about a Nest Ball? You can just make a nice little nest with your boo. Yeah, you can probably catch home. a lot of birds with a nest ball in it. In it? In it. <laughs> All right. I'm from England. In it. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, here's my uh, advice to, okay. to kids. You don't need a Pokeball. Just like, yeah. like just be your yourself. game recognizes game. Just like, you know, get some confidence. Be the man. Don't the man is it. a pretend concept, but if you just like pretend you're the man, People respond to it and be nice. Or the woman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who wrote this. So yeah, you're large and in charge. Um, anyway, that's been hot property. That has been hot property. That was a fun episode. Thank you everybody for listening. Please like, and subscribe, check out the uh, Instagram. It is hot property pod. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm asking cause I, I, I forgot I'm bad at Instagram. And, I had to double check uh, the other day, make sure you were following them. So I, then I would have, if you weren't, I was going to rake you against the coals on the air. I know. I, I believe I am. I should be following. You are. Yes, you are. I better be following. I'd be pissed at myself. Um, you can find me at Dan Scully on a whole bunch of different fun things and uh, check out I Like To Movie Movie. And also Steve is the guest on the current episode of Dep Impact. And you can get that on Spotify as well. So uh, definitely check, definitely check that, check that out. But I fucked it up. Okay. You know what to do. That was do. great. Uh, follow my Corgi BB8 underscore the Corgi on Instagram. I don't know. I don't know, but I think we should, uh, we should start communicating through my cow cane and uh, shark Wahlberg videos oh, yeah. and saving them. Cause that might be some good Instagram material. Some, some characters that we <laughs> You're fucking with I'll, post, I'll post the first two on our Instagram tonight so you can look oh, at shit. them. All right, I well, that's been Hot Property. And as always, it's, it's got cool, to be good. good. Well, how about, wait, how, about, how about I do it as Mike Alcane, you do it as Shark Wahlberg? <laughs> okay, I got to get, get into it. Can I get, like, the, get the up? What are we doing? What are we doing? Shark Wahlberg? Ah, okay. All right. That, that's oh, property, property. and as always it's got it's to be, be good. good it's gotta be life and it's got to be life you want a fence bro